This is a HeadGum Podcast. to another episode of High and Mighty. It's me, your boy, the number one fuckboy. The number one fuckboy. All you gotta do is trust me. It's me, the number one fuckboy. Johnny G, standing six foot two, 285 pounds, from Long Island, New York. It's Johnny G. Joining me as always in the High and Mighty studios, my nearly silent co-host, Arthur Gabris. Arthur, give him a shout out. Arthur, not currently in the room because the door is shut because the wife is WFH working from home, but also wicked fucking hot is also what it stands for. Also joining me in the High Mighty studio, speaking of wicked fucking hot, and also the first time that my shithead's introduction is weirdly apropos from the Hey Poopy podcast, I got David Bird and Ellen Stagg. <laughs> yes! Yay! I really feel like I cannot capture that same level of, uh, that was, <laughs> I love it. Uh, David, I've known you for like 10 years. We have absolutely different energies. We all, we, we may have, we may have very similar builds, but we have very different energies. <laughs> yeah, but I appreciate it. I think I need to, I think I'm really start drinking coffee. <laughs> <laughs> you don't drink coffee. You live in Brooklyn no, and, uh, collect vinyl and uh, is a, and a photographer and you don't drink coffee. I know it doesn't really fit in. Ellen, it doesn't make any sense. Do you drink coffee? I do drink coffee, but I haven't drank coffee in a couple of days now because I've been sicky. Oh no! What kind of sickness prevents you from consuming coffee? Um, COVID nineteen. Kind- I'm sorry. Like, no, that's not funny. I'm like, I should I ask first. I'm like, wait, how serious is it? She's like, actually, uh- <laughs> like, it's hard to get the coffee in with the ventilator. It's like, whoa, sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> Uh, at the kind of stick you're going to be this is talk about a tangent um i rescued a kitten about a month ago it bit me it was feral and a friend of mine suggested i get a rabies vaccine so i did the rabies vaccine and i'm having really bad side effects from it holy shit here I am yeah, thinking like, you're like, I have a little bit of uh, diarrhea, so I don't want to fuck with coffee. Like, thinking you're talking <laughs> about it. And you're like, no, I was bit by a vampire cat, and I uh, can't stand <laughs> the sunlight anymore. <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> yep. Oh, dude, that's wild. Yeah, it's pretty awful. Um, I oh. am trying to get a hold of a doctor who actually agrees that I'm having side effects from it. Because um, uh, every... It's four shots, the rabies vaccine over the course of two weeks, and it's progressively getting worse with each shot. And I actually, going back to poop, I have been pooping like crazy. I think my body's just trying to detox it out of me, but <laughs> it's completely pre- preventative. The kitten is in foster care, doing great and living its like happy fat life. And I you guess didn't necessarily no good- get rabies. This is like just in case. No. It, yes. Okay. So, yeah. But then this it, is one of those instances a tiny where the little bite on my finger. And if it does have rabies, which they don't think it does, but if it does, it's uncurable. So it's more preventative to do the rabies vaccine. Right. That that's probably the right move then. Unfortunately, you're feeling side effects, but probably better than uh, your own oh. like your own uh, wonderful open mindedness to take in a cat and save a cat ends up being your yeah. undoing. The fucking irony. That takes you out. Yeah. It's like horrible. Speaking yeah, of shitting, like, we're recording yeah. at 11 a.m. and I got off the toilet at 10:59:30. <laughs> 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 
Monday, you had that coffee, so yeah. Mondays usually hit me the hardest, uh, toilet wise, because I'm just undoing like a Saturday and a Sunday of, <laughs> of 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 even worse than normal behavior, followed by like the Monday morning of like wake up and today I had a celery juice and then a coffee. Oh. Yeah. Oh yeah, you're you're like it's totally a double whammy. <laughs> it's a double whammy, all right. It's a fucking I could shit through the eye of a needle if I wanted to. <laughs> <laughs> I'm on, I'm like a negative eight on your on your guys' Bristol oh, stool yeah, chart. You're just like, you're, you're like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually immeasurable. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, surprisingly, with all this like rabies vaccine shit I've been doing, it's all been solid. It's not diarrhea, but I've been shitting minimum of five times a day. God, that's damn. a lot. That's, that's a lot. I mean, but yeah. it's kind of crazy though. Now I feel like you're like all like normal. Like you know, I, everything's like even. <laughs> yeah, it's I like wake up in the middle of the night and blast off. It's I did that crazy. last night. I did. You I, did. This was like I I overdid it on a uh, Saturday Saturday night into Sunday and uh, this uh, like at like five a.m. my wife got up to pee and she was like babe and I was in the other bathroom we have thank God we we'll get into it oh, but right. uh, we have one and a half baths which is the saving grace of our marriage for the last uh, eight years uh, me having a fucking sin bin that I could just go in open the windows <laughs> and come out of like an hour later and she doesn't have to ever enter it and uh, see the ghost of Gabriel floating around oh, yeah. there. <laughs> it's like the do, you, do you only clean that bathroom oh yeah me and well a cleaning lady once a, uh, once a month but not for the last like six months but yes yeah only and i still clean it before she comes because i'm humiliated like oh yeah well, i do that all the time also it, lady. the worst part is and this is the grossest part is that in the pandemic it is just me using that bathroom like we never have guests over and my wife has her own bathroom so every once in a while she'll have to go in there for whatever reason she'll be like hey uh i think you've been uh now you know it's time for you to clean your bath i'm like right right sorry sorry i just like let it like i'm like it's, it. just, it's just me like i'll piss on the seat a little by accident it's just my piss yeah. <laughs> there's like fur on the toilet you're like that's that <laughs> It wasn't like it when we moved in. Oof. Um, I oh, a have fur, a funny- uh, by the way, a fur toilet seat cover. That I mean, if it wasn't so uh, gross, like microbial, like everything gets attached to it, that would be cozy way to shit. We we actually have. I think Ellen got them. We have two, <laughs> two, two, two like fur. I have a pink one, like to- they're toilet. They're like terry cloth. Yeah, but yeah. they Ooh. they. But the thing is, like when you put it, put it on my toilet seat, the hole is so small. <laughs> that like it's just gonna get particles and i just i, I tried it out for like a day and i'm like yeah this is too dicey it's it's just too it's <laughs> like yeah, a cloth cover that like you can take on and off to wash it but like in the winter oh, keeps that yeah. tushy warm yeah oh yeah i'm like one of the few people that likes a cold toilet seat wake you up yeah that and it feels this is the wrong word here, but fresh. <laughs> like it feels, it feels unused. You know what I mean? It feels Clean. like, yeah. yeah, it feels like this is me. I'm the first one. I'm, like at the airport when you t- sit down on a toilet, you're like, no, why is it hot? It is. I yeah. There's nothing worse than a warm toilet seat. It's just like Oof. someone just was on this, and like God knows what the fuck. I have like some kind of ass disease. Not whatever. I, it's just yeah. It's one of those That's things gross. where you where you know you know other people are using this public toilet, but you'd rather not be reminded. You'd like the ability to like kind of men in black 
I beam yourself oh. and forget that anyone else has ever shit at the JFK terminal or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> I actually did research on this and this might be like a hot tip for everybody out there. But if you're in a, like a public restroom where there's many, many stalls, actually the first one is the cleanest because nobody ever goes in the first one. Oh, because they assume that's the dirtiest. Exactly. Yeah. I literally, it was like, I was doing my own personal poll for years. I'm like, the first one always seems the cleanest. And then I saw like an article that, yes, everybody assumes everybody goes in the first one. So they always go in further down the line. So hot (laughs) tip. If you want a clean toilet, go for the first. (laughs) Cold seat tip. (laughs) Also, like, my thing is like, yes, that's true. But it's also like a public bathroom. It's just everything is disgusting. So it's like the no, least, dis- it's the least disgusting. <laughs> well, let's, let's but get yes. into this. Let's get into this a little bit. You guys host the Hey Poopy podcast. It's a podcast about pooping, something I'm been obsessed with for assorted reasons <laughs> for now, <laughs> almost 39 years. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> But I feel like people don't talk about it that much. And I, that's why I was pumped when you guys were like, had me on your pod. And I was like, we, you guys got to come on mine to talk about this because I, you said something there, David, that I think we all understand, but I just want to talk about the grass. I try not to shit anywhere but the aforementioned half bathroom that I have in my apartment currently. <laughs> I'm yeah. trying. I'm doing everything in my, like, almost all the decisions I make every morning are based <laughs> around the fact that I do not intend to shit anywhere else but my own place. Oh, Which is a little yeah. easier in the pandemic when there's nothing yeah, going on, and say. I'm assuming yeah. for sure, for sure. I was about to say the pandemic must be your best friend. Oh, it's what it's wonderful for that because I never, ha- I haven't had to shit in public. I haven't had to shit anywhere but my own toilet for the long. Although I know that actually no, the last time I went to a uh, like a dinner party was right before the pandemic. And I blew up their bathroom at the house and there was a pregnant woman waiting to use the bathroom and she had to go so bad. And she was like, I have to go in. I'm like, you really should wait. She's like, no, I can't. And I'm like, oh my God, I blew up this like Silver Lake apartment. Like it's a one (laughs) one bedroom, one bath. And I fucking destroyed my friend's house. That is is like my biggest like fear, pet peeve, file under all the above because (laughs) anytime I'm like at someone's house and I'm like, that's when I have to, that's when it's like the worst shit I've ever taken. Yeah, It's never just like, I'm in and out. It's just like, oh, I'm in here for a while. <laughs> oh, like at work or something like that. You know, mm-hmm. like my biggest fear is as like an actor, you're on set and I'm like, they're like, uh, anyone have eyes on Gabris? You know, like they're like yeah. talking to the log <laughs> and I'm like, I hear them all and I'm in my trailer or in the men's room just like shitting and I'm like, please no one wonder where I am. <laughs> like I don't yeah. want, I don't want any, and everyone knows everybody shits, but the last thing we want is for anyone to know that we're shitting or have just shit. Like it's like oh. a weird dynamic where it's, it's humiliating. Yeah. There, <laughs> there's a shame to it. Cause it sucks. It's gross. It smells bad. It's like all this stuff, but we all have to do it all the time. And my entire life is probably built around the anxiety of having to shit in a situation where it's not ideal for myself. I'm not lying. Like, I wake up, shit, drink coffee, and if I have to go work for the day, I squeeze in a breakfast no matter what time I'm up because that helps get things moving. So mm-hmm. if I have an early call time, like if I have to be at fucking somewhere at 6 a.m., I'll be up at 4 a.m. in my house drinking coffee, eating breakfast, drinking juice, taking my vitamins, doing everything I can to like <laughs> – 
hopefully leave the house. Hopefully, ideally, get all my shits out before I even shower and then not shit again until I'm either back home or it's the next day. So I go through well, that's the dream. as much effort as fucking possible. So that's like my day is built around that. And it's all to prevent anxiety down the line because it really does. Anytime I have a long road trip or like we're going for a hike or like going to the beach for the day or someplace that I'm going to be away from toilets, my wife is like, all right, I'm ready to go. She's always late. And then I'm like, oh, I, I got to get back. Uh, give me five <laughs> more minutes. And I like get on the toilet and I like try to squeeze. And it's all holdover from a kid and like being a kid and going on road trips with my family and not wanting to have to stop to poop somewhere. So like all this stuff is so on my mind of like shitting right before I leave the house. Like and. It just runs my life. So when you guys wanted to talk about it, I'm like, please, this I'm up. I have a problem. I'm like, I have like shit OCD or whatever. I have fecal obsessive like disorder. Saying your number one problem is your number two problem. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> my number number yeah. one in my hearts is number two in my bowl. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. It just run, it runs everything. Like yeah. I, today, I, I, I woke up this morning super early to get some work done. And I took like, the just the nastiest shit. I think it was more stress. I think I just woke up because I'm not at work out of you today. It was kind of crazy. And I get up and I see the cat and I'm like, let me just pick this cat up and try to put her back in the bed with my wife. And as I'm doing it, I'm like, what's that fucking... And I had just taken a shit, like a really gross morning shit. Like just like, I just were thinking like, this is... This is, this, is, this is what's going to start. The rest of the day is going to be horrible. But anyway, <laughs> I, I pick I pick the cat up and I'm like, I, I put her down. And I'm like, it smells like someone took a shit like in our bedroom. And I look over and I step in a cat poop. <laughs> that oh, this no. morning. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't know you what's going on. You stepped in cat poop? Yeah. Not in the box? Not in the litter box? No, in our bedroom. And I was like, what the fuck? And um, now we, granted, we have, a, we have an elderly kitty. She's going to be 18 in two weeks. Oh, wow. But, yeah, she's old. So I, shit like that I just, it doesn't really bother me. But it's just like every once in a while, I'm like, but I was just so upset. I'm like, I just took a shit and I just stepped in shit. Do you, think, just, do you think she thought it was okay to shit in there since the whole house stunk like shit in that moment? I mean, she was like, oh, all yeah. right, let's just let it rip. Oh, I guess I don't know what he did in there, but I guess I'm just going to yeah. fucking drop drop a fucking yeah. log right here clearly he's not using his litter box so why bother using mine <laughs> yeah it was I mean, it was a small turd but still fresh and i was like did she i was like did she shit while i was holding her it was just everything was dark i've got so, a, i've got a senior dog and he has a, a little of uh you know every, you know once a quarter or like once a month for the last couple of months we find a nugget on the couch or a nugget in the bed with oh. us. And I'm like, Oh man, laundry time. <laughs> yeah. oh, I got to do all this laundry. You know, I live that apartment life. So it's like, all right, I guess I got to walk this around the back and get some fucking quarters. Cause my dog fucking <laughs> dropped a nug in the bed. Poor guy. Oh. I, we're talking about animal shit. We're obsessed with our own shit. But the second you get people who don't even talk about shit or don't want to talk about shit when they get a dog or when they get a baby, shit just takes over your life. Like, that's all you start talking oh, about. It's like, the dog obnoxious. shit. Don't worry, the dog shit. I took the dog out. He's shit. He's good. He's shit today. And it's like, how'd the baby shit look? Like, all my new parents' friends is like, baby shit, baby shit, baby shit. <laughs> oh. And, like, people with dogs are just holding the bag with the shit. Like, I'm just always like, oh, God. Who's walking <laughs> well, who? <laughs> well, you gotta... 
for fucking just I like to do this dogs versus cats beef every once in a while. You are like uh, people walking carrying a bag of shit. You have a fucking Tupperware full of gravel and shit in your house if you're a cat owner. <laughs> yeah, like, but, yes. Okay, I have both. I have both cats and dogs, and cats come potty trained. They're the only animal that one like they just know. So I would rather have. Tupperware shit in my house that I didn't have to teach the cat to do it versus training a dog for months at a time on how to okay. shit outside. So okay. I can I, I, I can play this argument with you. I, I, I got <laughs> I got to give that to you. That sounds completely reasonable. <laughs> I do. I, I have to agree with that. I love when my cat just like use the litter box. See, I think my they just cats, know. I, know. Yeah. I think my cats having problems with the height of the litter box. Yeah. It's a yeah. hidden one. So now I think I'm just gonna like cut it down a little bit for her. Yeah, but yeah, she's. But it's like hard to get. I mean, the cat's so old. I'm like, dude, whatever. Just don't shit anywhere I'm eating or sitting. Like that's fine. <laughs> yeah, like look, I I, I don't or know how much longer. In. Yeah, I don't know how much yeah. longer you could possibly have, honey. But I got your back until then. I'll yeah. clean up your shit. Just live your life. It's easy and it's so small. It's not like it's like you know, right. It's not like gross diarrhea dog shits. Yeah, well, I, I have. I have a 22 pound fucking Boston Terrier. It's not like I have a fucking uh, beast mode. But yeah, you met you you just met my dog. She's ninety two pounds. Yeah, that's like a lot. Like her shits are bigger than something I ever make. Like, (laughs) oh, Oh. awful. That's like a third roommate, like a person (laughs) (laughs) just taking a shit in your house. (laughs) Like what? You would never be friends with that person if they came to your house. You'd be like, get out. (laughs) Yeah, if I. It's a dog. It's like, yeah, whatever. A a buddy of mine one time said like he was very hesitant about getting a dog because the shit like like grossed him out, like picking it up. He's like, that grosses me out for some reason. And he's like, one week into owning a dog, you're so adjusted to picking shit up in a little bag that you're like holding a coffee in your hand with like a bag of shit dangling. (laughs) Just like (laughs) walking down fucking uh, Smith Street, drinking a coffee with a big fucking a green little green bag full of dog hot doodles. steamer yeah <laughs> <laughs> my dog came into my life my dog came into my life with my partner and she was a year and a half so she was full grown when she started living with me and there was a moment where he was like you're gonna have to walk the dog and i was like oh, i don't think i could do this like picking <laughs> up her shits i was like, like for months it took months to get over it. And like and it was even worse when it's like a cold winter and you're picking up hot shit and you're just like, I don't want to touch this. Uh, picking up no. hot shit in a cold winter is brutal, but I'll tell you what's grosser. Going to pick up your dog shit and picking up a cold turd and realizing it's not my dog shit. Oh you're, like, you're like, no, this is somebody. This is a different dog shit. New York is better about picking up after their dogs than Los Angeles is. I will say that as someone who's lived in both places, because I think because you live such a more public outdoor life in New York, like if you if you try to walk away from a turd, there's usually like 12 Italian or Dominican guys hanging out on their <laughs> yeah. porch. who's was like, hey, you know, like someone will say something to you or there's like 20. Yeah, there's like 20 dog owners out. There's 10 people smoking cigarettes. There's like five construction workers. There's just like New Yorkers in LA, will pe- shame the hell out of you. Oh, you cannot leave a turd in New York. Like you have to like 
got, the one time I didn't have a dog bag, I like made my wife stand there, and I'm like, I'm gonna go to this bodega, get a pay a dollar for a plastic bag, <laughs> like stand over it and let everyone know we're coming back to take care of it. Like you must. <laughs> Oh yeah. Or if like a dog has diarrhea, uh, you have to use the bag and pretend to put it up by smearing it around. But you're not really because it's just liquid. So you're just like smearing, smearing oh. with the bag, like ugh. Oh yeah. And you just like you gotta like pour you gotta like pour hot water on it and just run away. <laughs> oh yeah, there's no way I'd clean that up. I'd be a total dick. I'd be like, yeah, I'm not doing that. So why don't I have a dog? That's <laughs> that, not- that- that main reason <laughs> that have me and my buddy took his dog out for a walk. This was here in LA and we were just like walking around the block. We were hanging out at his house. He has kids and our wives were hanging out. So we were like, let's take the dog for a walk. We could smoke a joint on the walk. And we like just walk around the block. We're smoking a joint on the street. We're not paying attention. His like big uh, cockapoo drops a fucking like puddle of diarrhea on the oh. sidewalk. And we're standing there and a dude comes out of uh, like an Adam looks down. He's like, Let's just keep moving, dude. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's go, go. And <laughs> like, let's get out of here. And the dude comes out of his house. He's like, hey, are you gonna pick that up? And Adam's like, yo, yeah, 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 of course. And like, takes out the garbage bag and he's like, try. And then the dude is just standing there looking. And I'm like, holding a fucking joint with a dog. And and my friend Adam is just on the ground, like weirdly, like smearing, like oh. mushing dog shit yeah. into grass and stuff. And we're like, okay, go get up, get up, go, 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 go. He's not looking. Let's run. <laughs> that is. That is so foul. <laughs> I mean, I, I think I'd be like, hey, man, whatever. I'm an asshole. I, I'm, not, I'm not clean. I go, how am I supposed to clean this up? Do you have a shovel? Yeah, yeah. Some kind of div- I just throw 50 bucks on the guy's driveway yeah. and walk out of there. Sorry. Do you have a wet vac I can use? Some kind of like device? Because how am I going to get this off the ground? Which is why I like cats. Well, 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 Din, comma, Mac, what do we have here? Another ad for Mac Weldon underwear. There's a reason why they keep advertising on my podcast, and there's a reason why I keep saying reach out to Mac Weldon and see if they want to advertise my podcast, because I still wear Mac Weldon. I currently have Mac Weldon running socks on because I'm putting shoes on to go for a run. I uh, wore, changed out of Mack Weldon boxers this morning into Mack Weldon boxer briefs to go about my day. I'm a big fan of their boxers for sleeping. I can't really wear boxers under pants. It's just I've got enough going on with thigh meat. But the boxer briefs and the briefs and the trunks in the double XL fit my weird ass body perfectly. So I highly recommend it for anyone. I feel great. Um, some of the, I have some air knits, I have some 18 hours, I have some silvers, which is the antimicrobial. They're all good. You got to check out Weldon Blue, which is their totally free loyalty program. Level one gets you free shipping for life. Once you reach level two by spending $200, you get 20% off every order for the next year. If you don't like your first pair of underwear from Mac Weldon, keep them and they'll still refund you. So at minimum, if you use promo code high, you can get 20% off your first order and then re- and then ask for a refund if that's you. But trust me, I think you're going to dig the underwear, the socks. They've got some great outerwear stuff and uh, I'm working out like uh, active shorts, polos. Check them all out. I'm a huge fan of the socks, underwear, boxers, and I both athletic socks and the no seam ankle socks. So to get 20% off your first order, visit MacWeldon.com slash high and enter promo, chi- promo code high, H-I-G-H. That's MacWeldon.com slash high, H-I-G-H, promo code high for 20% off. 
Mac Weldon, Reinventing Men's Basics. Hey, let's transition back to human shit. Let's talk a little bit about <laughs> yes, it. please. My let's preferred talk- subject. <laughs> Ew, this dog shit stuff is grossing me out. Let's get back to our own. Let's get back to human shit. Have you ever have you ever stepped in human shit? Ooh, like on the streets of New York City. Uh, I had to have. I've stepped in shit in the streets of New York City that might not have been dog shit. You know what I mean? Like once or twice. Yeah, like. It was like maybe in like on a subway platform or something like that. Uh, but it still could have been a dog shit. And I like did get enough of it off my shoe and like pour my entire like Nalgene bottle full of water on my shoe before I got on the F train and shit. Yeah. <laughs> I had a photo shoot two weeks, two or three a month ago. It was down by Brooklyn Bridge Park. For those of you who don't know, it's this little waterfront area in Brooklyn here. And we're down by this water and I'm getting these great shots and I, and I'm brand, I'm wearing these brand new like slip on vans with the, the waffle bottom, like, you know, like yeah. those little oh. things. And all of a sudden, like all of a sudden I'm like, what the fuck is that smell? Oh yeah. And I looked down and I fucking stepped in, which I thought was human shit. I mean, it just didn't look like, I don't know what it was, but it was so, it was all like smeared into like the bottom of my shoes and I just, I literally just got the, the box like two days before prior. And I, it took me, like, I've never come that close to throwing up like outside in front of people, but it took me so long. I was walking through every puddle. I got home. I had to like sit there and like, it was so, I had to clean out. Oh my God. I could, I was like, I just want to throw this out. But I'm like, I just got these. I, but, I threw out a pair of Adidas slides the other day, like, and like slides are so easy to watch. You could just like hose them down, but I was so pissed and frustrated by how like messy the uh, dog shit got on it. that I just w- walked into my back and just threw it right in the dumpster. <laughs> That's some fucking yeah. uh, 1% privilege shit. Where I'm oh, just yeah. like, I'll just buy new ones. Burn these fuckers. I don't, I'm not waiting. <laughs> I wanted to do that. But the ones I purchased, I got, I made these like custom vans for the oh. custom vans. So I'm like, I can't get rid of these. Like I said, I had to suck it up and then this like completely clean the shit out of these things. No pun intended, but uh, disgusting. Does, uh, doesn't it feel like the, like the scarlet letter when you step in dog shit, everyone's like, who is that? Who is, oh, oh yeah. Cause you like mushing the dog. Now we're back on dog <laughs> shit again. Or the it's possibly human or shit. Human shit. <laughs> when you mush it, it activates it, and everyone's like, "Oh!" And you're like, "It's not me!" Like you don't want it to be you, and you're like, "Ellen, it's your shoe!" And like you're in the person's house, and you're like, "No!" And they're oh like, "You God. gotta go outside!" And you're like, "Oh, you're like, I'm sorry." It's like it's in the rug. Oh, where'd you go? The bathroom, and like everything is a fucking nightmare, and it's like. It's like contact tracing a fucking COVID outbreak. You're like, "All right, let's retrace your steps. Where'd you step? Oh God, you're in the Where'd oh, it's go? in the elevator." It's yeah, everywhere. Just, yeah, there's nothing you can like, do about it. No, you're fucked. Until you get and home. the one thing about that we've learned on our podcast with all of these people who've come on with their shit their pants stories is it's probably human shit out there. Like we've had interviewed so many people who have had explosive diarrhea between cars or just like shit their pants or like other saw other people shit their pants in the subway. Like there's a lot of human shit out there and nobody's picking that stuff up. Like and picking up your dog shit. You're like used to it. But when like we had this one guy Brant on and he was explosive diarrhea in between parked cars over and over 
over and over again. Yeah. And, and you're not going back there with a little bag. Yeah. No. <laughs> no one's going back for that. Could you imagine seeing that? Someone's like, oh, sorry. Let me just get my plastic bag out here and like... <laughs> I was walking my I was walking my dog and I had headphones on the other day and I go like and I just said to him out loud I'm like hurry up and take a shit or else I'm gonna end up taking a shit here and what I have to do can't go (laughs) can't go in this little green bag and then I hear like a noise and I turn around I had like playing a podcast I turn around there's just like a woman standing like a foot and a half behind me she was like uh I was like oh sorry 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 she's like yeah hurry up dogs I don't want to see this I don't want to see this fucking 300 pounder fucking painting my fucking sidewalk I've in within the span of getting off the subway exiting a train and exiting the station I almost came in contact with two human shits (laughs) The, the first, it was on the Q train. It was so fucking hot. I remember I had to go downtown for some reason. Get there, got off the train. There's a guy wearing like a white pantsuit. I've talked about this on our show too, but guy's got this whole like white sheer, like kind of pants on, like, you know, like linen pants. He, he just shit himself. And it's like <laughs> all going down his shoe. And he's shaking off his shoe like he's got like, you know, a piece of dirt. So then I start running. I am running. It's so it's so humid down, you know, disgusting subways. And I'm running to the um, front of the subway. And I'm like, oh, my God, it's fucking crazy. This guy, like, shit everywhere. And then as I'm going up the stairs, there's an- another pile of human shit just on the staircase. And then, like, in one fell soup, I, like, going up the stairs, I just jumped, like, bionic man, like, over <laughs> the fucking... And I just remember I got out of the subway, drenched in sweat, and I was just thinking, like, why do I live here? Like, like, hey, I would say you should move to Los Angeles, <laughs> but I'm currently inside because of smoke and pandemic. <laughs> yeah, you are screwed. I, I'll take human Mine shit is- over hazardous air. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But you can walk and just walk around. My biggest seeing human shit story out there reminded me of Dave's story with the take, doing a photo shoot. I'm a photographer too. And this is like maybe four, four years ago, I was doing a shoot for a magazine and um, we were setting up with makeup and hair on the model. And the model is like a mainstream fashion model. And she got a call that she had an important casting to go to. So we had literally an hour and a half to do six looks. And I was like, well, we're going to do it in Prospect Park. Let's just get there, bang it out. We can make it work. So we get there, not knowing that the area of Prospect Park we picked was the cruising area. So there's some guys hanging out there with fanny packs on. And I come to find out that the fanny packs are for so they can drop their pants, but keep their money and their condoms close to them while they get plowed in the ass. So smart. Uh, we're, That's yeah, actually, so we're you know, to, it, it works. <laughs> yes. It's a smart idea. It's why like strippers have that garter around them to keep their money and their shoe and stuff. Exactly. I'm so, currently holding up a fanny pack. Uh, didn't think to use it to get uh, to bottom in a park, but Hey, you know, <laughs> you never know. <laughs> I'm prepared so we're just like in case. Walking around Prospect Park trying to find this location to do the shoot. And literally, I'm I'm not over exaggerating. There's hundreds of condoms all over the ground. Like it's it it like dawns on you what's going on. And everybody's like, well, I don't know what to do. And I was like, we have an hour and a half to do six looks. Like this girl's got to get out of here. So do me a favor and just don't look down. Let's just get this fucking done. And we like walk down this one trail and I see the large just pile of human diarrhea 
So some guy obviously just got plowed in the ass and had to <laughs> let loose afterwards. It'll do. And it. he had his T-shirt. I guess he used his T-shirt to wipe his butt. Oh. Terrible. <laughs> oh, man. Been there. I love that story. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, really? Well, not not it. exactly there, but I have had to wipe my ass with a T-shirt and throw it in the dunes <laughs> at the beach. <laughs> I've never pulled a T-shirt wipe yet. I was like, but, you so you're cruising in Prospect Park. <laughs> oh, have you, I mean, you've never done the sock wipe. Have you ever done a sock wipe like an uh, emergency? Uh... No, I've never, never done a sock wipe either. I've done a sock wipe on a toilet, like Whoa. just out, out of toilet paper. And uh, it happened in sc- in school once. It ran out of toilet paper, and I was embarrassed in high school. And I used loose leaf to get like use like my binder. <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> it was brutal. But an- another time, I used my sock and just like left it in the toilet. <laughs> I was like, I gotta get out of here. Oh, oh yeah, <laughs> that's terrible. Yeah. I mean, in those situations, I mean, I'm, I admit, yeah, it's kind of hard to be like, I'm not gonna walk back out the stall with this thing and throw it in the garbage. It's just gonna. Just chalk it up to, I'll get you next time, buddy. <laughs> Whoever's going to clean that up. Can't sorry. Flush. Yeah, but we've learned you can't flush that stuff. Like in the beginning of the pandemic, actually in LA, uh, because of the toilet paper shortage, there was articles about all these t-shirts clogging up the sewer system there because people were cutting up their t-shirts and using it as toilet paper and that doesn't decompose so they're fucking up the sewer system you're like you know what today is t-shirt day not a toilet paper fuck it uh, well, that's what everyone has in L.A. No one has toilet paper at the pandemic, but everyone has crew T-shirts that they got from being yeah. a, P- a PA on season eight of uh, Bones. <laughs> They're like, I guess I'll use my Bones fucking season eight. So was like, rap uh, gift. Yeah. Here we go. Was that Sopranos polo shirts? <laughs> oh, my God. That's, All yeah. I have is this 30-something crew jacket. I guess I'll figure out a way to rip a sleeve off or something. Uh, I have... <laughs> Knock on wood, never, never been in that situation where I use an article of clothing to wipe. Usually, I just shit my pants and then deal with it when I get home. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like like that could happen at like eleven a.m. and you're like, "Well, I'm not done with work till six. I'll take care." <laughs> well, I'll just let this shit ride, let it dry up, and to, I'll take care of this when I get home. <laughs> have a little bottle of like Febreze or some kind of aerosol spray next to me. <laughs> Not oh. me. <laughs> I started. I started carrying a little Ziploc bag of baby wipes when I travel, and uh, you know, just in case. Now, and that's like Smart. been a been a lifesaver. Even like to pull it out, wipe down your hands every once in a while, or wipe down the fucking uh, tray at the air at on the airplane oh. in front of you. Yeah, and you're like, oh, yeah. that's weird. It's a lot of pubes on this <laughs> airport tray. Oh, <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> That is, yeah, I kind of go through that when I fly, um, especially having to use the bathroom, which I've probably used maybe like a handful of times, but I mean, gamers and I are the same size, basically. Um, (laughs) It is not. Shitting shitting on an airplane is a nightmare. I can't even, pissing on an airplane is not easy for me. (laughs) Every time I do this thing, like I used to do a lot of freelance work for NBC and so I used to fly to uh, London every year for uh, Wimbledon. I've been for two weeks, but on the flight back, my stomach was just always fucked up from like eating like the worst food and crap. So it's just, so anyway, and on that flight, I would just be like, I would just sit there with my pants unbuttoned 
just because I could not go to the bathroom. It's just too painful to think about the, the level of shitting I would have to do in that little small space. So I would sit there with like bubble guts, like just the worst feelings <laughs> in the world on a six hour flight going back to JFK. Oof. All because what I a nightmare. Be, it, it was horrible. And I did that for like six years in a row. I, every year I'm like, here we go again. Can't go to the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> I would just sit like in coat somewhere, like in a middle seat, just like, you know, like my life is horrible. <laughs> when, when I was in my twenties flying a lot for uh, doing comedy tours and like weird small gigs like that, when you're in like another, a foreign city, even if it is like, all right, I'm in fucking Florida for one night doing a show. I'm going to go out and, you know, get trashed and eat Florida food. Like, you mm-hmm. know, seek out some, I'm like, I'm 20. I never get to leave New York city. I can't afford shit. So I'm here in fucking Orlando. I'm going to do X, Y, and Z. And then you get out and like, <laughs> because someone else is booking your flights and it's uh performers. So no one cares and wants to save money. It's like you fly out at like a 6am with a connection at to, through Charleston. And it's like, <laughs> Your flight home is like nine hours from Orlando to LA uh, to New York because you got to stop once or whatever, and you've been you got no sleep and we're drinking all night. It's like now I'm shitting at the airport I'm departing from. I'm shitting at the layover airport. I'm shitting at the airport I land at, and it's just like you're doing everything to not shit on a plane, but shitting at an airport is like just below shitting on a plane by how stressful and disgusting it is. Yeah, it's bad. Oh, it's. It's really, I, I told this on our podcast once when I was coming back from LA and I was like, I have to go to the bathroom. And I was waited in line and this, I could see through the crack in the um, bathroom, the men's stall. This guy just took his jacket off and threw it onto the floor. Oh. Just threw it onto the floor. Ah. He's like, yeah. Ah. And he picked that, he picked that, he, he left the, st- the stall door and I was like, maybe I can hold this in. Like, I don't know, something <laughs> about like eating that. And then I'm like, what kind of germs he has? And or he's just going to go on a flight somewhere and put his jacket like on the uh, back of the seat. Like just <laughs> threw it down with Germs. no hesitation. Yeah. That's disgusting. And that's how COVID started. Yeah, that's like pre-COVID. It's like, <laughs> people are animals. Oh, yeah. Like, I, at that point. My, my wife is very much a germaphobe and she was living uh, like practically a COVID life before that. You know what I mean? Like not, not that bad, <laughs> yeah. but. She was wiping everything down, hand sanitizing, washing her hands, every interaction, very obviously like looking at disease vectors and where contagions are and all that shit. And it's like, I I can't live like that. But now I see she was right. Like she wiped down our airplane seat every time we got on a plane together, something I never did. And now I'm like, like, now a fuck. That's something I'm going to do forever. Probably now. I never did that. And we came, we came back from Mexico city after being in Mexico for two weeks two days before the shutdown in New York city, we got home like on a Thursday and my wife was like wiping down. Like you should, I was just like, what do you need from me to help you out? With this? Cause like, I was like, <laughs> I've never done this. I am like wiping down every nook and cranny of the area we're in, like everything. And now it's just like, I can't even imagine going on the plane anymore. Cause I just think it's going to like, it's going to be too much, <laughs> too much stress. Um, what are you, Ellen? I think Ellen might be having some internet issues, is my guess. Is it working now? Yeah. Are you in the bathroom? Uh, sorry, my boyfriend is working out right now. No, I'm in the bedroom. My boyfriend's oh. working out right now, and the I was trying to be in the kitchen, and it's loud in here. Oh, sorry. Hopefully <laughs> no, that's okay. This is working. No, no, but you're you were you're not as choppy, so it works out. 
Like, okay. Your boyfriend is working out. He's like screaming. <laughs> That's so funny. Yeah. yeah. Uh, he does a very violent, <laughs> specific workout. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm just going to sit on the floor, the closest to the door where the internet is. Ellen, you look like you're in a horror movie, like or like a yeah. thriller where you're being chased. Now you're like, I'm here. With like yes. the POV camera of like shaking. <laughs> it looks like you're being um, chased. It looks like you're being chased by a shit monster. Right? You're just hiding out from like. <laughs> I'm li- I'm I'm stuck in a corner. Like I've been a very bad girl. Yeah, apparently. But yeah. <laughs> But back in my 20s, I used to go to Europe a lot for uh, to show my portfolio around and try to get work. And one night before I left to go to London, I would like partied hard with a friend and my friend was like, hey, I'll drive you to the airport the next day. I was like, awesome. So I woke up and I was like, all right, I'm really hungover, but fuck it. I got I'm packed. I'm ready to go. So we're driving to go to the airport and I get that bubble guts feeling where I was like, I'm going to shit in her fucking car right now. And I was like, you got to pull over. And we're on Canal Street in Manhattan because we were going to um, Newark and she pulls over. I run into Starbucks, blow the fucking Starbucks bathroom up just with like evil, like pure tequila, evil shit coming out of me. And so I'm in there for like a good 15 minutes, like just dumping, dumping, dumping. And I get back into her car and I was like, okay, if I wasn't hungover before now, I just feel just like pure ass. (laughs) So we get to Newark and I go to check into my flight and they're like, no, you're late. You're not going to make it on the plane. And I was like, what? And I was like, oh, my God, my drinking and my fucking shit is making me late for my flight to London. And I finally just started, like, breaking down, crying. And they finally were like, "Okay, we'll put you on. And they literally put me on the worst seat was like the Virgin Atlantic with the like it was like three seats, five seats and three more seats. And I was that middle fifth seat in the back, like stuck (laughs) between everybody who hated me. And oh. I was just like, oh, get me off this fucking plane. But at least that's like the middle. That's like the middle spot in human centipede. You do not want exactly. to be in the middle of the fifth row. <laughs> and everybody's yeah. looking at me like you're the reason why yeah. this plane is taking off late. And I was like, and, I am a mess. And you, and something that's like the feeling you feel after you've had one of those shits that like. You, the relief you feel of having gotten to do that in a Starbucks bathroom rather than a Canal Street, your friend's car uh, in the baggage claim line or whatever. But the way you feel for the whole day is like, I don't know. How to, I, I don't want to be hyperbolic, but once you do that shit, you don't feel right until you've like slept and showered. Like, you know what I mean? Like everyone's yeah. looking at you like you're late and you're like, you don't know how I feel. Motherfucker. I am. <laughs> I'm, I'm ruined. Something happened yeah. to me today that has ruined the way I look at myself for at least one mo- until I'm able to take a hot shower and sleep and forget this day. I will not feel like I'm, yeah, I'm not right. <laughs> I'm not. I, no, I know I, that. I, I mean, I, I never, I never got a shit face before a long flight ever again. It was like, I cannot party like that. Like, cause the tequila no. just like ran through me like pure evil. Oh, that's the nightmare. And it's like not even worried about how like feeling like exhausted or headachey or dehydrated on the plane. Fine. That's all bad. But throwing in that like potential. Ha- and then like, I always do like show up at the airport, absolutely hungover, jam down like, 
two sausage <laughs> egg McMuffins and then get on the plane and I'm like, oh yeah, oh my god, it's like the amount of times in my life where I've shit at the airport I landed at, like I can't even like get to the hotel or back to my house. I'm like coming back from a trip and I land at LAX. And I'm like, well, looks like, and I I go up. I uh, this is here's a little shit hacker life with the delta premium reserve card from american express you get free access to the first class lounge and it costs money Ooh. to have the credit card for the whole year but i travel enough and i choose exclusively delta so that i can use their first class lounge to shit and it's it's not much better <laughs> there's still a line of businessmen looking to run the train with their like ipa dumps <laughs> on the toilet just like a row of dudes like it's a fucking Gang bang, just standing up yeah. there oh. with newspapers yep. and suits and yeah, rolling suitcases. Like, all right, yo, you're up next. All right, cool. I'm going yeah. right after you, dog. <laughs> just like dudes lined up I'm the fucking yeah. But it's still better than the fucking. Uh, I mean, this is you know America's classism on absolute display. It's like the bathroom oh. that anyone's allowed to use is absolutely disgusting. It's the bathroom, <laughs> the bathroom that first class flights are allowed to use are slightly less disgusting. It's like the most yeah. display of wealth, wealth disparity. Also, the bathrooms for like in LAX for everyone to use are disgusting. But all those people are paying eight hundred dollars, seven hundred dollars to fly somewhere. It's not cheap. Oh, totally. You pay a thousand dollars to fly home to visit your family over Christmas, and you still got to shit in a fucking like poison rat hole. <laughs> yeah i found that to be um ellen oh is God, actually getting dog. attacked by a real monster now Hi, <laughs> so you're tap dancing dog yeah. yeah exactly tap dancing dog i uh yeah i am so with you about that like i, I used to I think I told, uh -huh. I'm sorry, real quick. I think I told this on your flight, on your story, on your podcast, blah, 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 third word. Uh, <laughs> I flew home from Dubai and I had never shit on a plane at this point. I was like 25 <laughs> or 26 and I was on the flight home from Dubai and it. I had went there to, I was there for like 28 hours partying my fucking well, ass off. Wasn't that the, um, you had to eat like a, a, a burger or something? Or I like ate a, a cheeseburger pizza from Pizza Hut and it was, it was. and it destroyed my insides. And on the flight home, I'm on the toilet for so long. It's a, a, a Air Emirates flight, so it's like a nice plane. I'm on. I'm in coach. I'm blowing up this bathroom for so long. I get, and I still have to go. But I'm like, I've been in here for too long. I have to like call it halfway and go <laughs> sit down and go sit down for a little bit because people are gonna be so pissed when I come out of the bathroom. <laughs> there's like nine people in line and I have to walk past all of them and they know, I've been in, they know I haven't come out in like 10 plus minutes so I have to put my head down and walk past all of them oh. sit down I'm sitting down for two minutes before I have to stand up and get back in line and everyone knows what I've been doing and I'm absolutely so I went from never shitting on a plane to doing my first and second shit on a plane on the same flight home Woof, hey man, baby. If, if you're gonna do, if you're gonna do something right, you gotta do. You know, if you're gonna do a job, you gotta do it right. I think that's. Uh, I should have just posted up in there forever, and then when, and then when, uh, like eventually, someone like screamed at me. I could open the door and be like, "Sorry, I must have fainted. I, I, I'm, I have anxiety about flights and stuff." I just oh, be yeah. like, and they're like, "Whoa!" Like I'm trying to pretend like it's you not this shit. You should have walked out with like a newspaper, and your shirt <laughs> off, just like waving it, like, Woo. bro. <laughs> That is how that's how I shit at home. I shit shirt off, pants around my I have like if I can take my underwear off, if I if I'm in just my underwear, I'll take it off and fold it on the towel rack at home. 
and just be <laughs> fully like be nude, nude on the toilet. While you're pooping. I do. I like to be as close to naked as possible while pooping. I, have, I, have, I think I'm going to try that. I have not tried that yet. Yeah, we've sure. had a couple guests on who've talked about like taking their shirts off, mostly men. I don't think we've met any women, but that no. seems like a big theme is men like to take their shirts off when they're shitting. Yeah, I think there was like a joke in Seinfeld about it, like Costanza liked to do it. And then I, the first couple of times you shit shirtless as a man are usually serendipitous, like, oh, you're about to get in the shower (laughs) or you're at like a pool party or something like that. And you have to like run and go take a dump. And you're like, oh, not having a shirt is like weirdly freeing. I'm not worried. Like, cause if I, if I do have a shirt on, I have to like, sorry, I'm showing you guys my B cups, but I like hold hold it up here like this. So I feel like it's not going (laughs) to. Get in the toilet or touch the paper or oh, anything. Talk about fear. That's just like <laughs> splashback. Yeah, any of that shit. Like I had to take a shit a long time well, when I was interning I, down in New York. I, oh my god, I was on my dress shirt on and I had to take, I had to go to the bathroom. I completely forgot about the story by the way until just now. <laughs> and for some, I went to the bathroom like right after the interview, and I was walking back to another interview, and I kept thinking. For some reason, in my head, I'm like, oh, my God, did I fucking just get my shirt stuck in my ass? Like, and then I was convinced. (laughs) I was convinced. I mean, it didn't happen, but I was convinced for, like, the entire interview that I had wiped my shirt with my ass, my my ass (laughs) and my shirt. And then, so I just kept, like, the whole time the interview, I I just kept, like, do this weird fidgeting and like just you know this guy must have been like what's wrong with this kid like is he like <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> that'll put you in your fucking head having to shit like and and be in an interview or a situation by the way for the listeners ellen's frame is fucking amazing she's sitting there looking so <laughs> normal dog. and sweet and then a giant dog head keeps drifting yeah. in and out of frame it's so funny <laughs> It's like a little tongue coming to the frame. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's like Monty Python, the way she, your yes. dog seems like a giant cardboard <laughs> cutout, just like coming in to kiss you and lick your face. <laughs> She's so damn needy. It's oh, like I'm it. sitting on the floor to be as close to the router as possible. And so she's like, oh, you want to play with me? And I'm oh. And oh, I'm trying to like pet her so she's not tiptoeing around because every time she walks, it sounds like she's tap dancing. And then totally. if I'm not paying attention to her, she's whining. Ugh. It's a big baby. Oh yeah, she's a big baby. Oh, God. Um, yeah, dogs' attachment is going through the roof these days because uh, I'm not leaving my dog home alone for extended periods of time anymore. He's not getting a walker because I'm here all the time and he's really adjusting to the life he's really enjoying having mom and dad around full time well but here's it's- a question for you i don't mean to cut you off but just thinking about this so with this whole like apocalyptic fires that are happening out in the west coast how are you even do you just like how do you walk your dog like you just like let him outside for like two seconds we just shit him on a weebie pad or something no, we we still take him outside. Uh, we try to get back in, and as soon as he pees or poops, we he hasn't gone on like an extra. I here's the other thing. I don't want to get too into the weeds here, but the 2019 was the year that I learned physical fitness and exercise and outdoors time directly helps my mental health. And <laughs> only it took me to being 37 years old to learn that that like <laughs> exercise wasn't just about getting big traps. Like it did make me feel. <laughs> emotionally better and able to handle society uh, better. Uh, And so then gyms close and I'm like, okay, well then at least I'll keep going for walks and doing kettlebell swings outside. And now outside is closed and it's really exacerbating a little 
uh, de- uh, pand- pandemic depression settling in. Uh, oh man, I'm so yeah. sorry. Yeah, it's I, like that the, sucks. And I'm like, I don't want to exercise in my fucking office. I work in my office. I do blank in my like. Now it looks like, and it's starting to feel fucking like we're even more oppressive. And I feel like New York, I feels like you guys are handling the pandemic better. But if it if you get another uptick and winter, like I think you guys will feel kind of similar in that it's like. I don't want to go outside and I'm stuck inside and I can't go to a friend's apartment because that's weird. Yeah. So I can only be in my little ass apartment. Like Uh, I had plans this weekend. It's like, Hey, I guess I don't won't see your daughter this weekend because she like, you don't want your two year old outdoors currently. So I guess I'll wait to meet your kid another time. It's fucking crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Lays on fire. Oh, that's awful. I'm so sorry to hear that. <laughs> it really is. Like every time I look at the news, I'm like, okay, well, every, maybe we don't have it so bad here in New York. <laughs> every time someone goes 2020, am I right? I'm like, bro, wait till 2021. This that's not something <laughs> that that's not something that's like a like the pandemic thing is like a fluke on top of like you know a lack of structure and all that shit. But the fucking fires. We're, every season's going to be worse. Like I've only been, yeah, I've been yeah. living in LA for eight years. It's gotten worse every year for the eight years I've been here. Like it's not the, it's not 2020 is crazy. It's this is the beginning of something way fucking scarier out here. Yeah, oh, yeah. I don't completely. know why I'm laughing. I'm just, I guess that's all I can do. Because <laughs> you have point. nothing else you can do. It's like, just, it, you all have I can do is shit. All I can do is yeah. shit, fam. <laughs> Yeah, I have friends. I have friends of mine who are like, "I'm so excited! It's fall." I go, "Why? Fall just means winter's around the corner, and we're gonna be stuck inside with this fucking pandemic. Like, this pandemic's (laughs) not going anywhere. And just because New York doing really well with it doesn't mean like it's not gonna like fuck us up again, especially with flu season and whatever else coming our way." And once yeah. everyone comes back from their Hamptons house come like uh, September 20th and is back in the Upper West Side, people, yeah. are, oh gonna, my God. people are gonna be feeling it's gonna it. be crazy. And the Manhattan, oh, I don't know about you, Dave, but I've been to Manhattan a couple of times. It's a ghost town in Manhattan. Yeah. Everything's boarded up. Like I actually was I I went out with a friend of mine in Manhattan a couple of weeks ago and I had to pee so badly. And there's literally Starbucks won't let you pee in it. Like God forbid I had to actually, I do have a funny shit story when it comes <laughs> to this. So I, uh, I like literally had to pee was in Soho. Balthazar, the restaurant is completely boarded up. Most places are boarded up and what places aren't boarded up. They are not letting you in your bathroom. And finally I went into the MoMA store and I was like, can I just pee and they were like you can go to bloomingdale's so i ran into bloomingdale's and the people in bloomingdale's were so excited to see a human being in there they were just like can we help you can i was like i have to pee i'm sorry so i ran in there and peed and then like my friend and i were driving around manhattan and i ended up having to take a shit and the only place i could find was this tiny tiny park on the upper east side had a public bathroom to it and i was like i I don't give a fuck i have to shit like no starbucks nobody's gonna let me in to shit right now so i ran into this park bathroom and surprisingly it was actually semi-clean for being a park bathroom it was only one stall but i still did the hover to shit because I was not going to sit down on this God forbid, like, like it was an open park bathroom, any kind of COVID could be in there. And God so I was damn. like literally hovering and shitting. And then my friend who was with me, she was like, I got to pee now. And I was like, uh, okay. You might want to wait. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I'm sorry. I was I do it up 
before you? <laughs> I, I thought you were going to say you left Bloomingdale's, realized you had to shit, went back in and like, you were going to say something like you took a shit in the junior department. <laughs> or like just took a shit like on the floor somewhere. <laughs> I, like, I was like, <laughs> what's the cheapest pair of shoes you have? You like just no, buy just it, open the box and shit. <laughs> <laughs> you like, know, oh Dave, God, this... I want to text you if that happened right now. You definitely <laughs> would have texted. You've been like, oh my God, I just got kicked out of Bloomingdale's. <laughs> You're not gonna believe why. <laughs> in the oh in the like 90 plus episodes Dave and I have done in the beginning, we had like an unspoken rule we were not gonna send each other our poop pictures. Like oh, we, that's we, a fair not, rule. I like yeah. that. We'll talk about it until we're like blue in the face and we have the Bristol stool chart to describe it. But like, I, we refuse to send pictures. And the few people who have sent us pictures were like, what the fuck is wrong with you? And they're like, you have a poop podcast. Doesn't mean I want to see your shit. And so not without a warning. Yeah. yeah, Also, that's another thing. I, my, my brother does that all my brothers and I, we do that to each other all the time. Like if we have like a trophy looking kind of dump, (laughs) we have to send, but now that my brother has kids, he'll send me pictures of his kids dumps. I'm like, look oh. at this. Jesus Christ. I'll be like, whoa, <laughs> you're, he's four. Yeah. I have these like epic eight to like 12 inch Bristol stool fours, like these huge solid, no push, no wipe turds. And so Dave finally broke down. He's like, I almost don't believe you. And I was like, I'll take a picture and send it to you. And he's like, okay. All right. I give you, I give you, okay, but it has to be epic. And so I finally made this massive shit and I got a ruler to put near it. To yes, show. for scale. Yeah, it was, <laughs> yeah. Yes, it was, that was kind of like, And so oh I texted him like, are you ready? Like I gave him a warning. Like, do you have consent before I send this picture? And he was like, yes. Oh my God. What the hell? <laughs> <laughs> That's it was shocking. Awesome. <laughs> I've never taken a shit that big in my life. And I'm like, how is that coming it out of you? Like? Solid. And it was like, some of it went down the hole. So I <laughs> couldn't get the full inches, but the rest of it poked out of the water, which we like to call a Nessie after like the Loch Ness, the Loch Ness monster. monster. <laughs> so it was like, and with the ruler, it looked eight inches, but how much went down the hole? And I couldn't get the ruler super close. I'm guessing oh. it was like 10 inches. Jesus Solid. Christ. Yeah. Jeez, that's a she fucking a... that's a victory lap right there. That, yeah. Actually, that's something we haven't brought up on this episode. We've been talking about the anxiety and the brutality and like how stressful it is to shit sometimes. But we haven't been talking about like when you have something like that, that that can turn your whole day around. Completely. Taking a shit like that, there's something psychological about it. even when you see how big it is, you're like, oh, it feels good to have like gotten that out of me like it's nice that oh, that's yeah. not inside me anymore like the way i feel after the a uh, certain brutal kind of dump where you're like that was heavy duty but pun intended <laughs> and then and then when it's out of you you're like oh yeah i'm way more free right now like this feels Completely. good like there's something po- there's a positivity to releasing that it's like it's like moving on with your life of like well yesterday's uh food choices are gone it's time to move forward. I'm going to build a new foundation from here inside my <laughs> stomach. I'm going to have something like, green today. <laughs> yeah, it feels like you it's a clean slate. You're like, oh, my God, what the fuck was that? And um, I mean, I never have giant like log licking log shits like that. But <laughs> I mean, when I do have those, like, actually any kind of shit for the most part, I'm like, oh, yes, 
another day above ground. And I got, <laughs> I got all that evil out of me. Like, I feel like there's a lot of like, just, you know, except for a long weekend, you're just like, oh, this is, this, there's a reckoning coming. Dave and I had this nutritionalist on the podcast and once in a while she will literally text us and this morning she texted us I had the best shit this morning I'm so glad I get to share this with you guys congratulations yeah wonderful (laughs) like Like, thanks thanks (laughs) but yeah it is um it's very cathartic you have a really good shit this is it's right up there it's fantastic you're like I can finally get my day started now but yeah, that's like, the whole thing with this whole rabies sickness. Like, I feel like every shit that I make, like, I'm trying to get the toxins out of me, so it's okay. Like, yeah, it's like and the whether, only good part to it. When whether or not that's biologically true, if that's what is making you feel like, then hell. Well, that's kind of how yeah. you feel when you're like when you maybe went a little too hard, whether it's food, booze, or drugs the night before, and you're like dealing with it in the morning but you're like this too shall pass quite like literally <laughs> once oh, this yeah. is once this is all out of me then i'll be able to you know bounce <laughs> back and on. like yeah like it's like my purge <laughs> that followed by like my peacefulness like i'll achieve mm-hmm. uh, i'll achieve a higher being once i'm empty and i and i require something uh, I also yeah, have I have chronic Lyme and i get flare up sometimes and i take a massive shit and I, the flare-up goes away. Oh, like, it's, like, the yeah. best thing in the world. And I, like, like a couple months ago, I was tired. Right before I went to bed, I was like, oh, my God, I've been so tired all day. And I was like, wait, I'm going to give myself a suppository because I haven't shit yet today. So I suppository, took this massive <laughs> dump. and then all I've of never sudden, suppository. Like, I've never needed that. Oh, my God. Talk to her. She's at the queen with that shit oh yeah especially <laughs> the fact that like i make these amazing bristol fours one day but then the next day i like literally cannot shit like i'm i'm the roller coaster of constipation to like <laughs> diarrhea but so i gave myself a suppository and i felt like one of those cats that shit in the litter box and come running out like Woo! that's how i felt like i was like oh my god i have like a new lease on life like that's why i was tired all day i just needed a really great dump to get over it <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's I like never... some, that's like the new you know like uh they used to be like back in the day the misogynistic shit of like someone ought to give her a good lay that'll you know settle yeah. her down the new one is like <laughs> somebody needs to drop a big deuce that ought to you know like that's not gonna start saying from now on I'm like honey do you need to shit real bad? Like, yeah. get it out of here. <laughs> you just like, you like Dan with a bag of suppositories in front of her. I mean, maybe try one of these, you know? It might I'm do in, the trick. I'm intrigued. Get by that the evil idea. out. <laughs> yeah. Pretty much. Get that evil out. I have no problem shitting. My problem is stopping shitting for the day. Like, uh, <laughs> if you can get like yeah, a, a, cu- a couple of big shits in the morning that you like, there's not, nothing better than feeling like, oh, man. Cause I, I can tell I'm like, this is it for a while. Like I'm good for a while. I can have what yeah. I want for lunch. I can have another coffee maybe and I'll be okay. Like this is it for the day. And there's nothing. <laughs> and then it's like, now I can shower and now I can live my fucking life. I can leave the house, but that's all changed in like leaving, no longer leaving the house. I'm just sort of like, well, yeah, who cares when I shit? I'll be okay. It's like, I'll yeah. text. I'll text them and say, "Hey, I'll be two minutes late to the Zoom because I'm stuck on the can." Because <laughs> like, if I'm if I'm ever late going somewhere it, uh, in real life, it's because like I had to 
shit when I should have been leaving. You know what I mean? Like, oh, I got to get on the road at 10.15 to be there by 11. At 10.14, I'm like, I should probably take a shit before I go. And then I'm 20 minutes late to wherever I'm going. I'm always late thanks to my partner's shit. Because we live with one toilet and one bathroom in this apartment. And for some strange reason, whenever I go to get into the shower, so that I I literally have like 30 minutes to shower, get changed, and leave the apartment. That's when his sphincter decides to open up. And then (laughs) I am 15 minutes late because his shit was 15 minutes long. And it's like... So he's literally, I swear, it's like that Pavlovian dog thing. All I have to say, like, he'll he'll even sit there and be like, oh, my stomach hurts. And I will look at his stomach and go, I'm getting in the shower. And it literally opens up his whole tiny hole. And I think I think there's there's some anxiety. That's like some anxiety. This sounds familiar to me. There's some anxiety based stuff there, because like once you're in the shower, it's the toilet sort of off limits, although. (laughs) Yeah. In, in in my previous life of a one bedroom uh, married couple life, I did have to storm the, my wife's morning shower one day and say, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. And I came flying in. I'm like, uh, turn like music on my phone, like full blast. I'm like, I'm going to flush this. <laughs> I'm going to flush as much as possible. I'm going to try it. But it's come and there's no choice. This is either in the bathroom while you're in the shower or this is in the kitchen sink and there's dishes in the sink. So I'm doing this shit. <laughs> But, yeah, yeah, my boyfriend refuses to poop when I'm in the shower, but I have shit in the shower when he's in the shower so many times. And our toilet is literally one inch away from the tub and we have a clear shower curtain. So oh I'll be sitting God. there pooping and I'll point point at his wiener and like point at his butt and like, hee hee. And he's like, leave me the fuck alone. It stinks in here. What's wrong with you? Yeah, it's it's bad. I hate that. My wife's like clean of that shit. <laughs> but of late, of late, I've been. I'll do that occasionally. So just come on. I don't care. I'm like, eh, I care. <laughs> I just have to have some 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 sort of like you know divide between the shit world and our yeah. life. <laughs> I don't mean to go full Richie Rich here because I still live in an apartment. But that extra half bathroom has been truly a game changer. Oh, it's my that's my truly dream. having yeah. a meant. It's the men's room in the house, yeah. uh, and it's just a fucking. I mean, I should say it's 2020. It's an all gender restroom, but I'm the one who uses it the most. <laughs> Anyone's allowed to use it. It's for everybody, but uh, in our house, we use strict <laughs> rules. I'm the only yeah. one ever. I that's that's my that's the dream right there. Like <laughs> I want my own bathroom where I just that's I just do my thing in there. I don't have to worry about sharing it. No. I could just. I'm not gonna feel bad how bad it smells because it's gonna smell awful. Every single time. <laughs> when when my wife would be out of town or at work, which is never now, but uh, when she was, I would post up in my bathroom, shut the door, open like the window, light a joint, have an ashtray there, have my Nintendo Switch in there, and I would <laughs> post. I would post up on the toilet for like twenty minutes, just oh shitting, smoke, smoke a joint, uh, playing with my Nintendo Switch. And oh, while we're on this topic, I find that cannabis. Uh, protects my fucking uh, sh- public shitting anxiety big time. I I think possibly cannabis settles my stomach, or I can't tell if it's a psychosomatic settling of my stomach. Whether I mean, smoke- if it works, 
You know? That's all that matters to me is when I smoke exactly. weed, it's, I can't tell if it's because my brain is no longer saying like, what if you have to shit? What if you have to shit? Or if it's because it has like a true reaction in my digestive process of some sort. But like <laughs> some mornings, like like a, after a Friday night party, I'll try to or like a big meal out drinking, I'll go to the beach on Saturday and be scared about shitting. I'll do it a couple of times and I'll be like, I don't want to shit at the beach. Then I'll smoke like a fucking blunt when I get to the beach and I'll be like. Who cares about shitting? I don't have to go. Yeah, My stomach man. just instantly settles. It's awesome. Just, just go with the flow, bro. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the very first, the very first time I eat edibles, I was like 25. I was had this boyfriend. He's like, "Let's eat edibles." I was like, "All right." We like had pot butter that we melted over pasta, and I just remember laughing hysterically and having like the best time. The next day, I went to the gym, and I'm working out, and I was like, "Oh, my stomach." And I ran to the bathroom at the gym and I swear to God, we also call this the messy Nessie. I made a mountain of shit so big at the gym. <laughs> it was like literally an out iceberg. Of the water. Yes. <laughs> out of like, like, and I was like, I don't think I've ever shit that much in one go my entire life. And then I called my boyfriend at the time and I was like, I think the edible made me shit. Like nobody's ever shit before. So it looked like that mountain from um, Close Encounters of the Third Kind. Yes. <laughs> and then at the top, yeah. it's mostly great, more gravy than mashed potatoes. Uh, uh, yes. Uh, uh, exactly. Yes. <laughs> more gravy. It was like easily 15 pounds of shit. Oh. And I was like 25. I think I weighed like 120 pounds at that time. So I literally lost like a, a, a whole arm. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that feels, uh, that feels good though. That'll do it that. to you. Uh, um, You're just like, yeah. Guys, thank you so much for coming on high and mighty and, and shooting the shit. If you will. <laughs> oh, I see what you did there. Yeah. Why don't you tell well, my listeners who we call shithead, so that works out well, a little bit about uh, your podcast, Hey Poopy. Ellen, do you want to start? Hey Poopy podcast is about laughing and learning everything but. So, yes, we do like to talk about uh, farts and poops, but we also really love to talk about butt health. And we've had rectal cancer survivor on and colonic therapists and butt doctors. So anything that comes in and out of your butt, we actually have an episode coming out with the owner of Rieger, which is a, uh, t- it's like Tinder, wait, sorry. Yeah. Tinder. Wait, what's that? Yeah. It's, like, it's, like a, it's like a dating app, but instead of dating, it's like for fisters. <laughs> yeah. It's for fisters around the world. And so he told us all about how he's like fist shoulder deep into guys. Whoa! Intense, yeah. <laughs> Whoa! That's what I realized. I'm like, well, I'm pretty square. I am yeah, like yeah. I was like, I was like, I've, I've done like a pinky every once in a while, but what? Wow. Yeah. Four. But we've had like a dominatrix on who has her poo guys that she shits on and does forced consumption. Uh-huh. We've had like just a bunch of friends who have their great shit their pants stories. But we literally, uh, we interviewed this woman from Flush who goes around and talks to sewers all around the world, like about sewer health and what's going on with the sewers. And she taught us about the fatbergs in London and how one of them is in the London Museum that is literally growing eggs on it. Ew. <laughs> we basically yeah. cover we kind of cover it all a little bit of everything for everybody so if it, if it has to do with your ass we're into it and uh yeah. that's wherever you people can, can get podcasts right uh it's on apple all all the podcast locations 
We're on all yeah. the platforms and you can go to heypoopypodcast.com. And we have it. a monthly cartoon uh, that's taken from some of our best stories that are pee your pants funny. We need the visual. <laughs> they're really great. So if you're not into like the full blown episode, you can go to the cartoons and just really have a laugh because they're really funny. And um, those are animated by the um, local nightlife magician celebrity uh, Matthew Holtzclaw. So. <laughs> and we also awesome. the last thing the last thing I will add we have a new hotline. People can actually call, leave messages, whatever sound effects. Um, 203-998-5579. You can just we'll play your your recordings on the show. Yeah, so. our first call in was like a fifteen minute. I mean, sorry, fifteen second long fart. <laughs> Yeah. That's exactly and whoever what that you wanted when, when person, you set that up. Yeah. Whoever that epic person is, we love them. Yeah, that's amazing. But, um, uh, thanks for having us on. Please, thanks so for coming fun. on. You guys, I'll I'll, I'll tag you uh, when uh, when this drops. But you guys are also both uh, separately majorly talented photographers. So if people want to follow you for uh, your photography, I highly recommend that as well. And thank for, you for my yes. listeners. Uh, you are you guys also take specifically very sexy photo, uh, photos so my listeners <laughs> if you're not into shit you might be into the female form which both of you guys do very well thank you <laughs> no thank you seriously <laughs> <laughs> awesome this has been a real blast guys so check out the hey poopy podcast uh dave and ellen thank you so much for coming on um I'm at Gabrus on all social media. Check out my other podcast, Action Boys, where we review action movies on Patreon for longer than the lengths of the movies themselves. Uh, <laughs> and <laughs> yep. And as uh, I think that's about it. So, bye, shitheads. <laughs> Woo! Bye. Woo! Happy pooping. In a part of the world where there are no rules. Holy shit. <laughs> Holy shit, guys. Holy I'm so pumped. I definitely have not watched this since I rented it on VHS in 92. Strangers united by the threat of death. We got all the fucking major players. Seagal. Vladimir Putin is a good man. Arnold. Here, come. Give it to me. I need you to cream pie me now. Stallone. People are loving this movie. <laughs> See, I see, it's got a lot of heart. You're mentally irregular. <laughs> now... Somewhere, somehow, someone's gonna pay. I would fucking love for my wife to, like, see me rip a guy's throat out. But they didn't count on one thing. This movie's fucking insane. (laughs) It's how you know it's a good movie. You have to do almost all the work yourself to figure it out. Well, there's a fantasy component. There's some sword fighting. There's some lightning. Bam, 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 bam. Game in town. You wake up after a few years and then you don't even know who you are anymore. We're gonna be making Terminators. <laughs> We're gonna make a really great deal with the Xenomorphs. <laughs> what? I don't hate them, but I've been in a room. Yes, I understand. This is now the 20th ending of the movie. I am dark. I'm your dad. <laughs> Action boys. Boys will be boys. Subscribe here for bonus content and more free stuff from behind the paywall. To get new episodes, become a patron at actionboys.biz. Do it! Do it! Come on! Do it now! That was a HeadGum Podcast. <laughs>